Hello and welcome fellow lighting nerds and friends to the Light Files, the lighting industry's podcast. My name is Lisa Bartlett. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I appreciate you all so much. Uh, don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at Light Files. Follow me on Instagram at Lisa Lights Life. And don't forget that there's a Patreon for the podcast in the event that you feel so moved that you just want to support us uh, <laughs> in this endeavor that is patreon.com slash light files. And uh, thank you in advance for listening, sharing, telling a friend. I really appreciate it. The first uh, light file we're going to get into this week. I don't know. This might be a touchy one. Um, so we'll see. I'm just going to get going and and we'll see. Um, I do feel like for some reason I just need to preface everything I'm about to say that um, everything I say in this podcast and about the industry and the issues I see in our industry, talking about it only comes from a place of love. <laughs> uh, it comes from a place of love and support and wanting us to do better and be better as the amazing industry that I know we are. So um, it's not to call anybody out or create any issues. Um, it's really, I just feel like at this point, it's really important that we identify our issues so that we can all move forward from here. So the first issue I kind of want to talk about uh, and get into is direct sales from China to anybody. Um, so there was a post in the Lighting Showroom Association Facebook group this week um, that I found really interesting. It, um, uh, if you're an LSA member, go check it out. Um, but if you're not, um, it came from a, a manufacturer member of the group, actually. Um, who stated that, you know, just scrolling through Facebook and it happens on Instagram and uh, you get bombarded, you know, if you do any sort of Googling for light fixtures, like all of us in the industry do, <laughs> you get flagged for lighting ads, which is fine. Um, but you'll know that if you're just scrolling through, you get all sorts of ads from Chinese overseas manufacturers, factories selling direct to consumers in the United States. And then uh, the question posed to the group was, you know, what does this mean for brick and mortar lighting showrooms? And how does a consumer know the difference between a retail showroom based in the United States, you know, selling distributing product and a Chinese factory um, shipping from overseas? And um, I think it's a great question. How do they know? And I think a lot of customers don't know they, or if they know they're all right with it because of the vast price savings over fixtures that look identical. And let's all be honest, in some cases might very well be identical depending on how badly somebody's intellectual property and designs have been ripped off or copied or stolen or whatever the right word is. So um, I made a comment on this post and um, I'll just read it. It's pretty quote, quote, quick. Sorry. Uh, I said, I get all the, these ads all the time too. And I think customers by and large don't know. And I think it is mission critical that we as an industry group ourselves together to work against this trend because it is a huge trend and the pricing for these fixtures that are direct imports are well below what any retail brick and mortar can come close to matching. And when most of the prices shown in these ads are at our, or below our distrib our DN, our distributed net pricing for the same or similar items. Um, it, yeah, it's a thing. 
Um, it's happened in my showroom. And, like, I do have to, like, state just so it's clear for people that don't work in showrooms all the time. Like, for sure, is this more of a problem for retail customers who are just coming in to look for a new dining room chandelier or bathroom vanity or a fan for the living room. Yeah, this for sure happens more with the retail customers than with our contract customers. But um, most lighting showrooms have diversified uh, channels that they sell to and retail is one of those. Um, And so this is a a constant kind of issue or question. Um, Hey, but I was just scrolling through Instagram and I found this very popular size, style, finish, a fixture. Um, you also have it on display, but why is it half price uh, on Instagram? And, you know, okay, well, you're buying direct from the factory in China. Quality control issues. You might get it. You might not get it. Um, for a lot of people, half price. Oh, well, can you match the price? We had, no, ma'am, I'm, I'm sorry. In this case, I can't. Um, because if it's below what my DN is on a on a price, item it's it's just going to be any it's going to be hard for any of the manufacturers i'm selling in the showroom to be able to match that because i know a lot of manufacturers to combat these issues have price match guarantees for us independent lighting showrooms and that's wonderful and i super appreciate and support those policies i really appreciate the manufacturers that can step up and support us in in situations like this but there's just only so much that that can do like manufacturers can't give up all their margins of sale either just to beat the direct from Chinese China or wherever I'm going to, I'll keep saying China y'all forgive me that are better informed. If you know, it's not just China, I'm not, not trying to like pick on. It's just where I believe most of the issues are arising from. I might be wrong about that. So correct me, but there's just no, um, There's no way that you can price match everything when it's being sold below our DN pricing. So if a manufacturer is going to honor their price match guarantee, I mean, they're sacrificing their margins too. And then how long do we put up with that? Like, how long is that okay? At what point do we just really band together as an industry to find a way to combat these things? Because clearly, honestly, this is just my personal take on this. Our industry is so disjointed, it's not cohesive, and we have left the door open to be assaulted like this. I I know <laughs> that's maybe a bit aggressive, but I believe the fault is our own. And we can fix it, but we have to start working together. We have to communicate. I have to say, I'm just going to get this off my chest. And again, when, you, when I see you all in Dallas in, wait, hold on, let me count, one, two, Three weeks, less than three weeks, can't wait. You can just tear me apart and tell me how I'm so wrong. But I do need to get this off my chest about our lack of communication. I know I harp on it a lot, but here's the thing. I don't hear, so when I do this podcast or other things that I do in the industry, I do hear a good bit from showrooms and reps, and um, I so appreciate that feedback and the support and the commentary. And when I hear from other showrooms or sales reps, it's not always somebody picking up the phone or sending me an email to tell me that they totally agree with me. I've gotten a lot of like, well, I don't see it that way, or we have this challenge Um, Every showroom is a bit different in how they're structured and their business model. So it's not like a one size fits all thing. And I'm just speaking from my own personal perspective. It's not everybody's perspective. 
So I really appreciate that feedback because it makes my picture more clear. And then I'm, I can come back to the group as it were and be like, Hey, we're not thinking about this thing over here that doesn't really impact my business, but it really impacts others' businesses. So the more we can collaborate, the better we, the better, stronger we all become. But I don't hear a lot from manufacturers. It's few and far between. And I'm I'm just going to throw this out there. This is my own personal take on this. If I offend anyone, I'm so sorry up front. Again, this is all from a place of love. But I almost feel like manufacturers disengage from talking to independent lighting showrooms about these challenges like Chinese factories selling direct to consumers because they don't want to have to get into tough conversations about other things, about factory, about manufacturers that are selling direct to designer, direct to consumer, uh, online sales. It's like, we just don't want to talk about any of these tough issues. So we're just going to avoid, avoid, avoid all topics. And I think that is a disservice to all of us. I I believe that most independent lighting showroom owners are entrepreneurs, we're business people, we understand that you have to have diversified channels of selling your wares um, because you can't put all your eggs in one basket. We have, we've all lived through recessions and down economies and situations where it's so clear that that's just not the way that you have a thriving, long-term, successful business. We all understand that. So if you, manufacturer A, has decided that you need to have these diversified business channels to ensure the success of your business, that's fine. Um, own it. Tell us about it. Tell us why it uh, it's working for you and what you're doing to safeguard our distribution channel. Like, it, it, these can be good, healthy conversations to have. We don't have to avoid them. Uh, if we avoid them, then we have issues like we're having right now with the factories trying to sell direct to the public at obscenely low prices. And I know that half the time that product isn't delivered or it's broken. Like I know I get, I fully get that that isn't really as good of a deal as it seems online, but, uh, but I'm pretty sure people go for it. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're getting some sales from it. Um, and that, that, uh, Wayfair is losing a sale and, uh, lighting showrooms are losing a sale over it. And why is that okay? Why do, why do we tolerate all of this chipping away at our industry? Why is that okay with us? Why can't we find a way to deal with these really important issues that are chipping away at the edges of our industry? And if we're not careful, it's just going to whittle us down to nothing. And then where are we? We're all without jobs. So I just feel like this lack of communication, this lack of willingness to defend your positions about why you're selling the distribution channels that you are, how you're doing it. Um, like, let's just be upfront and honest about it. Yep, we sell to independent lighting showrooms. A good portion of our business is also e-com. We also sell direct to designers. And here, lighting showroom is what we do to protect you in this distribution channel. So it's not, uh, it, it's not always a bad situation that you find yourself in. And I think that is fine. You should be able to do what your business needs to do and be able to, uh, you know, adequately defend why you're doing it this way. And 
think I think most of us are reasonable people and we will understand it's the lack of communication that makes like and makes it seem like you're hiding something or trying to hide something or that you're doing some or you know you're doing something wrong that people won't like so you'd rather just not discuss it. And it's just frustrating. <laughs> So again, I'm not picking on anybody in particular. I know manufacturers do a lot to support independent lighting showrooms. I'm not trying to claim that they're not. I am just really trying to shine a big spotlight on this fact that we're not really always working together. And that is a problem because we are inviting in all of these outside issues. That is a problem. And we've got to find a way to be better about it, to do something about it, to engage with one another, to have difficult conversations. We don't all have to agree all the time. Um, it, it, it is what it is. This is America. It's the world that we live in. We love it. We're here for a reason. Um, I, I just don't see why we can't develop better strategies about how to deal with these things. And I think it all begins with open, honest, clear communication from distributors uh, to the factory, to the manufacturers, whatever. (laughs) Sorry, I've gotten myself all tongue-tied. So let me rephrase this. I think it all really begins with clear communication, open and honest discussion between the independent lighting showroom and the manufacturers whose product that they're displaying, selling, distributing through their showroom locations. We have got to be more cohesive as a group with the uh, showrooms and manufacturers who support this distribution channel and who truly support it because there are a lot of them out there. There are a lot of manufacturers out there that really support the independent lighting showroom distribution channel. And even though, yes, they might be selling that these other ways to e-com, direct to consumer, direct to designer, whatever they're doing, they have built in safeguards for the independent lighting showroom. They have, uh, you know, the direct to designer is at a, a discount that if you came into the showroom, a showroom should feel comfortable matching. So it, there are lots of ways to do this and have diversified channels of distribution without hurting the independent lighting showroom. It does not have to be diversified distribution at independent lighting showroom expense. It doesn't have to be, I see it in the industry, I know it exists. We can do this. So, I would really love to get some feedback from anybody on the manufacturer side. What is your take on this? Do you feel like you're avoiding these conversations uh, with independent lighting showroom distribution? And if you are avoiding them, why? What what is the what's the elephant in the room that you don't want to bring up? What's the bear that you don't want to poke? <laughs> like, just tell me. I'll poke it. <laughs> you know, (laughs) we'll get this going. Um, And I always say anybody that reaches out to me, I'm never going to identify you uh, on the podcast or any public platform like this. I will never give you up. Um, So you don't have to worry about that. Anybody that wants to be discreet and keep to themselves, I totally understand this putting yourself out there and all of your thoughts and opinions is not for everyone. Um, I question why I do it sometimes, (laughs) but I feel like uh, as this whole podcast is about, I feel like it's important that we get this out there publicly in our industry and start talking about these things, having difficult but honest conversations 
showrooms talking to manufacturers about, you know what, this manufacturer that I work with, they sell direct to designers, they do e-com sales, but they also do these other things that protect my independent lighting showroom. So I'm not bothered that they do these other distribution channels because they are a true partner to me. They're doing these programs that help me. And, and so I'm good with it because those, that, that arrangement exists in the world. So why can't we all move towards that? Why do we have to act like these other channels of distribution aren't happening? You know, nothing to see here. Don't mind the e-com. Don't mind the direct-to-designer. Um, you know, let's just talk about it and see how we can make these this all work better together. And I've dogged a lot of manufacturers on this. This is on showrooms too, to be open to conversations. Showrooms need to hear what the manufacturers are saying. We need to take an honest assessment of our businesses and how well or not well we're serving our customers. And we need to be willing to make changes necessary to improve our businesses too. I think I I don't talk about that a lot because I talk to a lot of independent lighting showrooms and I feel like most of us are pretty aware that, you know, we need to be in the modern age, we need to be, you know, up to times, not only technologically, but uh, with our sales staff and everything, like, but this is also on showrooms, too, that we need to hear some honest, maybe critical feedback about how we're not necessarily serving the customers the best, and this is why some customers might be leaving us to buy direct, We need to hear that and we need to be open to make changes based on what we're being told. It can't just be the independent lighting showrooms are always doing everything perfect and everyone else is doing it wrong. Well, that's clearly not happening. Uh, We all have room for improvement. And again, my mantra is there's all room for improvement, but we need to improve together. We need to really be forward thinking about how we're going to be able to to do this and what we do for the next 50 years, the next 100 years, and not just have it all eroded by people selling direct overseas and just that's what people buy now. And nobody goes to an independent lighting showroom. They either buy it online or they go to a big box store. Like that's not... Um, That's just not how this should go for us. So I believe that manufacturers need to be a little more transparent in their business practices and how they're operating and why it works for them and how they're still protecting this key distribution channel that was the original support to their businesses and should always be valued as such. And independent lighting showrooms need to take a hard look at themselves and how are we being good partners to the manufacturers that are truly supporting us. I keep saying that. It's really important. Pay attention to the manufacturers that are truly supporting your independent lighting showroom business. And that's where you need to spend your dollars with when you go to market. And that's where you need to have your display product with. And maybe that group of manufacturers isn't the same for every showroom, but it, they need a manufacturer that is on has product on display in your showroom needs to be a true partner. And that's it. Otherwise... It's, it's just not worth the time and effort on anybody's part. So we just have to take hard looks at these things. Showrooms really need to make sure if they're not already. Um, I know a lot of us took the time during the pandemic while things were restricted and shut down 
um, delighted that it's opening back up. But I know a lot of us took that time to really assess how our showrooms were operating. It was a good time to do that when the traffic in the stores was a little less and there was just more time to think through your workflows and, you know, the customer experience in the store. So I know a lot of us took that time to really improve our businesses. And I think that's really paid off and will continue to pay off in the years to come. So I think showrooms have done a a good bit of this self-reflection already, but we can still do more. And we need to go to um, Dallas. We need to go to Lightovation uh, June 22nd to the 25th. I hope I have the dates. 22nd to the 26th uh, this month. And we need to have some some hard discussions with our partners. And we need to listen to their feedback for us and not just be defensive that, you know, we were here first. <laughs> Take care of us first. Uh, we need to understand the reasons why the manufacturers had to diversify their distribution why it didn't all just stay with independent lighting showrooms to begin with and what independent lighting showrooms can be doing better to recapture some of that business and to be better partners for manufacturers too. It is absolutely a partnership. I know I say that a lot, but I really feel like the manufacturers that support my independent lighting showroom the best, they are truly my business partners in a lot of ways. Um, And I appreciate them for that so much. And I think it's the best relationships that I have. And I've been leaving sales agents out of this, but they're just a key part to making sure that these partnerships last and are happy, healthy, sustainable relationships. So that's a key part of all of this too. Sorry to leave y'all out. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I think that's... Um, I. I think I've spouted off enough on this topic, but I just really want us all to go to Dallas and really start conversing and engaging on these topics. Uh, Manufacturers, pick your top 20 showrooms that you just want to sit down and really dive into the meat of these issues with. And how can we be better partners together? Showrooms, go to your top five, top 10 manufacturers and have these tough conversations. Tell me what you see in my showroom that maybe we could be doing better. Like, let's do it. Let's collaborate. Let's find ways to move this forward because I really do fear that we're allowing ourselves to be undercut as an industry and we cannot afford that. So let's don't do it. Anyway, I hope everyone has a wonderful day. I will talk to you again next time. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. Please like, subscribe, share, all of those things. Apple Podcasts changed its platform recently. So the more engagement and subscribing and liking and five stars that you can do, um, the more it helps the podcast. And I super appreciate it. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you next time.